Welcome back to the All Outdoors Photography Podcast, where we share experiences out in the field and educate others through landscapes, wildlife, macro, and more with photographers from around the world. Yes, and we have Gary Farber on and Noah Buchanan on the show today. Welcome, guys. Um, Thank you so much for having me. Oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Glad yeah. to be here. <laughs> yeah, so uh, we're just going to talk about basically why we're all here today. Um, actually, in a hotel room of all places. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. and uh, going to pick a better place. I know, right? <laughs> it's common grounds, right, to meet up at. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. We're also going to dive a little bit into their photography backgrounds as well because yeah. Gary's kind of starting yeah. into that and Noah's been doing photography for a long time. So, kind of dive into that as well. So, mm-hmm. awesome. um, yeah, first of all, I'll do um, Gary, why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, what this festival is and uh, what we're all doing here? So. All right. So, the biggest week is a festival that's been going on for about, I think it's t- 10 years, it's been going on. Uh, it's where um, um, photog- photographers, birders, from all over the country and all over the world um, gathered together for this great festival. Um, what I really like about this festival, it's really, um, it's about a community, it's about a family. Uh, with the other festivals are, are a little bit, this, but this is really more about, you can see the, the tightness, the, the bonding in this group and just the community that's really thing. And it also, this festival brings a lot of young, young younger generation is that you don't really see um, at other festivals. So it's just really just incredible festival. You can make so many contacts um, with guides, leaders, um, just people, people of different ages. Um, it's just, it's just a really, really incredible festival. That's awesome. Yeah. And awesome. for those who don't know in the audience, um, what's what is your relation to the festival? Like, are you with a company or what's what are you involved with here? Uh-huh. For those who don't know, <laughs> for those who don't know me, I'm, I'm, I'm with Huntsville on Video. Uh, we're a camera store based in Boston, and um, and I, I actually learned about this festival. Um, Pretty much uh, by searching the internet, I, I, I learned about it, and then I um, I picked I, I I reached out to them, made a contact, and told them who it was, and um, and that's the thing I know it. I was here at the festival, uh, but I mean the, for those who don't know about Hunts Photo, Hunts Photo is a camera store. We're based in Massachusetts. Um, we ship all over the country, and really, what I really focus on more than anything else, I really focus on the relationship part of, of, of the of the of the business, and really try to be there for my customers, all levels and all angles. And just being there, it, it, it always is that I can and really building a friendship, building a partnership. That's more important to me than just just trying to make a sale, just to make a sale. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Well, Noah, go ahead and yeah. introduce yourself uh, here. <laughs> yeah, my name is Noah. I've been working for Hunts now for about six years. Been doing photography since I was 14, so going on 13 years now. Um, photography has definitely always been a big passion of mine pretty much since I got into it and that's kind of how I wound up at Hunts ultimately. Uh, I was going to school in Boston for two years actually for photojournalism uh, and then pretty much decided that photojournalism was not for me. I was not going to be able to make a sustainable living doing photojournalism full-time so started working at Hunts part-time while I was still going to school and ultimately came on full-time and have been there now almost six years it'll be six years this august so it feels like just yesterday that i started but it's been great i've been working with gary for about four years now uh doing events trade shows all over the country this is my third time now with the biggest week and just excited to be back here and hanging out with the two of you guys so what is what's kind of the draw to biggest week um for photographers around the country i mean Warblers is probably the biggest thing. The warbler migration that we have up here in Northwest Ohio is just unbelievable. And that's something that I'm just starting to kind of come to the realization of now in my third year being here and getting more into the birding world. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's pretty spectacular. Um, 
especially somebody being definitely more of a beginner birder. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just a pretty amazing site and people who are definitely more advanced than me, I think it's even more incredible because they know so much more than I do, um, which is really cool. And just the excitement that you see in people here seeing some of these species is just not something that you get to see everywhere, just how much excitement there is for birding and the outdoors and nature. Uh, and everybody's sharing that same passion here sure. is, is just really awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> we'll, we'll <cut laughs> You've been doing good questions. I don't know. I don't know where to go. <laughs> Talking more about vessels so far. But yeah, we'll be, okay. Yeah. Um, so, do you, does Hunts have a presence here at the festival, or are you guys um, kind of providing people with equipment, or what's your role here? Um, the role of the festival here is to um, we have a booth at the at the festival, um, and we 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 bring we invite different companies to come in like Sigma, Tamron, um, Panasonic um, to, to to really be there. So if people want to try something out, want to test something in the field, they have the ability to go see a vendor, test it out. Um, use it for a day, try the gear out, um, and if they're interested in making any purchases, they go to they go to our booth to make the purchases. Um, we also I also try to if um, for this festival I always try to um, have extra things on hand like extra batteries, memory cards, or lens cap if someone loses their lens cap on the boardwalk or you know or anything like that. I try to have the necessary stuff on hand so people to have it right there thing. So. Yeah. Um, but we're really there just to, uh, at the festival to provide, to be a service mm-hmm. to the thing and talk to people, build relationships, and and, and make new contacts. Um, yeah. Anything? No. Anything no. I mean, yeah. I mean, we're here just to support the birding and photography community um, as best we can. Be here to provide gear, knowledge, um, and any services that we can provide to help everybody out who's here attending the festival and help them make the most out of it, help them take better photographs. And whether that be through education out in the field, doing trips or selling them a new camera or a new lens, um, it really just comes down to supporting the photography and birding community. Cool. Yeah. So in this, it's been, the festival has been going on for two and a half, three days. How many questions would you guys say you've gotten? Like hundreds <laughs> at this point? Like I'm sure you get a lot at that optics booth. Yeah. I mean, People are coming by constantly asking questions about cameras, photography yeah. equipment, even accessories for people who are not photographers, people who are just birders looking for a new tripod for their scope or uh, maybe a new strap for their binoculars. So um, we get a lot of questions throughout the day. Um, and it's something that I enjoy because I just love talking photography, especially gear. I'm definitely a bit of a gear nerd myself. Um, So I definitely like nerding out about Mm -hmm. gear with our customers. And I think I can bring that kind of excitement to the conversation and make them excited about it as well. So yeah, we get hundreds of questions a day easily (laughs) Um, through the amount of people that come in through that tent and the eight hours we're there every single day. There's a lot of conversations, uh, a lot of questions being asked and um, it's, a little overwhelming at first especially mm-hmm. when i did it for the first time but now i've kind of gotten used to it but for somebody who's never been here before or been in this environment it can definitely be a little overwhelming mm-hmm. but it's it's a really fun at the end of the day yeah I mean, it's, one, it's, one thing we try to do at the um at the different festivals or pretty much all the trades i've talked a little about this with henry on um some of his zoom sessions he's done with hunts but um we try to uh, if people come in looking for gear we try to um really um 
fit with what's going to fit for them what's their budget um we talk a lot about some people really think you need to buy like a get invest in a long lens a 600 millimeter lens and spend 13 13 13 thousand dollars to get the best shot it's really that's not really the thing the best thing is knowing your equipment knowing how to use it and and knowing your settings on the camera and really what we try to do at all the festivals we try to really um figure out what the customer is looking for what they're looking to do and find and find the right thing for that we're yeah. never going to try and oversell so oversell someone something that they don't really need so that's something we really take pride and try to do yeah i think that's a strength in this festival too is the diversity of people you got people just getting into photography and you know they they don't know those things so it's great you advise them there um it was just kind of kind of cool to see too on the boardwalk i thought it would be all professionals you know with like the big lenses but mm -hmm. it's like there's a lot of beginners almost more beginners than professionals so yeah. it's interesting mm -hmm. like you said it's different from yeah. other festivals there so. yeah and what we're seeing now actually a lot of what we saw like probably when i first started a lot of the birds did not have cameras mm -hmm. uh, yeah. and now in the last couple of years more yeah. and more birds are actually getting cameras um and they, i think they're getting cameras correct me if i don't know but they're getting cameras to like identify the bird or id the bird that's yeah. why the birds I mean, are getting it that's mm -hmm. definitely how they're getting into it and i think through that they're getting more excited about photography and are investing more money and more time into it. Um, but yeah, in the beginning, a lot of these birders are just wanting to capture what they're seeing or try to ID something that they may not be able to do so just by quickly looking at it through a pair of binoculars or a scope. So that is something we're seeing more and more of now. And I think you said correctly, there's probably more beginners out there than there are amateurs or professionals. Um, a lot of, I think birding, surprisingly is a rapidly growing activity hobby yeah. um mm -hmm. lifestyle whatever you may want to call it which i think is great and i think more and more people are sharing that appreciation for nature and the outdoors which at the end of the day i think is pretty awesome so yeah i definitely see a lot of beginners out there as well sure. yeah. i think we saw a really big burst in uh in uh people getting into photography and the birders during the pandemic when mm -hmm. people were just stuck in homes yeah. they really wanted to be outside and do something and um and that really you know, type of thing i know like a lot of binocular companies their their business they were, their one company that business just totally just boost stormed you couldn't find a binocular in stock it was um but a lot of people got into birding during the dur during the pandemic and just fell in love with it and and continue to do it today i've seen a few of them in there i mean i've seen even euro kenry from your first diet now you've improved you. you've improved to, night and day uh, yeah. i've seen so many people like that <laughs> and, and it, it, it's just incredible to see to, to see these type of young generation getting into it and just doing yeah. unbelievable work it's neat because birding is like so accessible too like mm. you can just start with just binoculars and that's it but then mm. you can upgrade and get better cameras but you don't need much to really get started yeah you know the, the barrier is pretty low it's really accessible to anyone, really. I mean, yeah, yeah. you don't have to. You can be a, a young child looking through a pair of binoculars to enjoy it, which I think yeah. is really cool. Mm -hmm. it's, there's not many things that can be enjoyed at such a wide age mm -hmm. range from yep. so little to so old. Right. I think that's really cool that this is something you can literally do until the day you die. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, at whatever you pace you want. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you can't say that about a lot of things. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Age will definitely limit you in a lot of things, but going out and, and bird watching is not one of them, which is pretty cool. I won't be able to get eye level forever. <laughs> no, I know. No. <laughs> I learned that over the past few days. I get all my shorebird images now. I think most people I was pretty much start out doing with a bridge camera and they get some incredible yeah. work with bridge camera. Then they, then oh, they yeah. think, but. You want to explain what that is for the audience who may not know? No, you, you're the expert. Yeah, so uh, a, a bridge camera is a 
type of point-and-shoot camera. Um, it's kind of a bridge between a point-and-shoot and a DSLR or a mirrorless, where it has a fixed lens, which means you cannot physically take the lens off the camera. It's all one piece. But typically that lens has usually an extraordinary zoom capability, usually 60 times zoom and higher. Um, a lot of them will zoom much further than any DSLR mirrorless lens will get you, which I think is pretty cool because they're in such a small compact package that anybody's able to go out and use these cameras and capture some pretty great shots um, with not a lot of experience. And it's really a way I guess to kind of bridge the gap, if I want to be cliche, uh, into more advanced photography. And I think bridge cameras, in a way, are becoming more popular again. Uh, for a while, when smartphones became more, I think, accessible and more people started having smartphones and taking photos with their phones, the kind of point and shoot and bridge camera market slowed down. But I think a lot of people now are reappreciating bridge cameras for their capabilities for birding and nature photography um, and making it so easy and so accessible to everybody so yeah bridge cameras are really cool um, there's a lot of different options to choose from uh, anything from the lower end to a couple hundred dollars up to a thousand dollars and more so there's really a lot of options out there for anybody in any type of budget that you may have person that's actually doing some incredible work um, with a bridge camera he shoots with Nikon P1000 his name is Simon Tolzman um, and he does, if you look at his account, um, his, his all his stuff is done. That's why he shoots all his stuff. I mean, yeah. it's producing some incredible work. Yeah, mm. you can get so much closer than anybody else. I mm. think with that zoom, that's amazing. So. Mm -hmm. He's doing everything from macro to bird. What else is he doing? All Landscape. I mean, I've seen him do a little bit of everything. And it's really a versatile piece of equipment for somebody who may not have the money to invest in a bunch of lenses. This will do everything from landscape, portraits, macro, birds astrophotography a, a little mix of everything yeah. all in one and i think that's really cool. cool and sure it may not give you the best image quality but it's going to give you some pretty good image mm -hmm. quality that i think most people will be happy with especially yeah. if all you're doing is sharing it on social media and online it's going to be pretty impressive so and he's actually leading a workshop this week right What's he it? is where, where, where is he where, where, where are you doing a workshop in yeah so simon and i are leading a couple of workshops this week uh friday saturday and sunday uh we're actually doing three of kind of the main hotspots, McGee Marsh, uh, we're doing Metzger Marsh, and then we're doing the Mommy Bay Boardwalk as well. So hitting awesome. those three hotspots uh, over the course of next weekend, which will be really fun. Cool. Um, two morning ones, and we're doing one afternoon workshop as well. That's Great. awesome. Yeah. yeah. So kind of switching gears here. Um, so both of you uh, are into photography at um, different levels. So we'll go ahead and start with Noah here. Um, so how did you kind of get into photography? Yeah, so I mean, the photography that I got into is widely different than what I'm doing now in many ways. But I got into photography when I was a freshman going into sophomore year of high school. Um, I grew up skateboarding and kind of doing a lot of action sports and was definitely never the best out of my friend group. So I always kind of felt like I was kind of behind the scenes a lot and that kind of interested me in filming and taking photos of my friends skateboarding and doing all this stuff and that's when i got my first camera and that's kind of really when i got into it and started taking a couple of photography classes in high school um took a senior year credit at a community college doing photography 
and I felt like I was already more advanced than all the other people in that class and just kind of expanded everything I was doing. Um, from the action sports, I kind of moved towards more team-based sports. I grew up playing a lot of sports. I played hockey for 12 years. I played volleyball for three years in high school. Um, so I was always big into team sports when I was younger and now I don't play any team sports, but, um, <laughs> at the time it was something I was super passionate about. So that's what I started photographing were just things that I was passionate about. And that's the same to this day. I photograph things that interest me in my own personal life outside of photography. Um, and over the past five, six years, that's been nature outdoors, um, mountain biking, snowboarding, and most recently, birds and wildlife. Um, I think I've just been so inspired seeing so much of amazing work from photographers from all over the country doing just some incredible wildlife and nature photography that's really inspired me to get out and do it. And it's something that anybody can do in their own backyard, which I think is really cool. Um, you don't have to go far to just go out and take photographs of wildlife and animals. So I think, again, as we were talking earlier, that a lot of people kind of got into birding over the pandemic, I was definitely one of those people as well, spending a lot of time at home, not traveling as much doing photography. Um, I just started doing more and more nature and wildlife in kind of my local area. And it's kind of progressed from there. Um, but for me, photography has always just been a personal thing, something that I enjoy just doing for myself. And I like going out and photographing things that just interest me, things that inspire me and at the end of the day, I think that's what's so cool about photography. It's just something that you, just another way of expressing yourself and another creative outlet that we can all take advantage of now. And I think the fact that photography is so accessible now to everybody is really a great thing. And as much as it has hurt the photography industry, I think it's also helped it in many, many ways. Um, and everybody gets to share that appreciation for photography. And I think that's really cool. Well, Gary, <laughs> me, you're, you're, you're a little bit newer to photography, so yeah, it'd be I, interesting to hear your uh, perspective on. How did I get into photography? I know. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Go Where do we go start? I know. Go Here we back. go. Um, people ask me all the time. You know, people. I've been in the industry for twenty years. People that were so shocked that I never really did pictures and stuff like that. Um, I actually asked a trivia question one time. Um, one time they asked me, um, I asked somebody, what's the first camera I ever picked up? And it was a, a disposable camera. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, that's the first thing I shot with. But all things in the last year and a half so, um, I just really, I, when I stepped up my Instagram page and my social media page, I was looking at all the amazing work from incredible photographers from all over the country and all over the world. And that just really inspired me to go out and, and try to do photography. Um, so that's what really, that's really the big thing that inspired me to go out and do it. And then, um, um, I, in the last six months, I tested all different type of cameras from Nikon to Fuji, um, to Olympus, um, and all things. And I finally, um, went with a, went with a Sony, um, camera. I'm very happy with it. I bought the, um, Sigma 105 macro and the Tamron 15500. Uh, I, and I love it. And, um, I think I've been on like four or five trips since then. Uh, I've been to the Everglades. Um, I've been to um, um, I've been I've, I've been to um, um, Nashville Te Nash Nashville Tennessee Chicago um, Bosky Dalaposky um, and a few other places but I just really loved I've tried everything from wildlife photography to macro to food photography um, to 
to to um, to sports to to all, I probably covered like seven or eight different things, and I just I just really fall in love with it. I think my right now my still my favorite I keep going back is wildlife photography is my number one, um, sports photography is probably number two, and macro photography is number three. Um, but as far as again photography wise, what it's done for me on a personal level is allowed me to um, really. Um, just sit back, relax, and, and, and it's, a, it's a way to have relaxation. And um, really just also just to clear my mind and just, just, just shoot. I find when I'm shooting, I'm out with friends, I'm really, I get the phone away, I, I put the phone away down, and I'm not on my phone, and I'm just really out just having fun and, that, and, and just relaxing and just really caption, caption shot. So that has been a really great part of how I got into it. And I just absolutely love doing it. And, it's, it's great. It's, it's, a, it's a new hobby for me. Do <laughs> <laughs> um, you think you'll uh, stick with kind of the multi-genre approach for a while, or do you think that's something you want to keep doing, just shooting all different kinds of things? Um, I think, yeah, I definitely want to. I like the variety of stuff. I like doing different subjects. I think by by doing that, it allows me to learn different learn different type of techniques, how to do things, and just I like variety and stuff like that, so I'm definitely going um, to stick to, to doing it. The other thing it's allowed me to do is really um, – is, is also know the equipment, know the equipment a little better, know how to, how to use certain things, know settings and things like that. And it just allowed me to better have, um, talk a little more to the customer about the, the gear and stuff like that. And that has really that has really helped. But that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it just because of passion and <laughs> love. But yeah. it, right. I, I picked up other interests along the way by, by doing that. Yeah, I'd imagine it'd help your job in a lot of ways too. You yeah. know, I'd be like, I actually use this gear firsthand or something, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's um, great. But it's given it's, it's given it's given a whole different perspective how I how I do things. So it's I'm, I I could not be happier. That's yeah. Awesome. 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 Did you feel like you had any kind of head start at all with like knowledge of settings or anything when you? You got into photography for the first time from your experience at work. Um, I don't know. To tell you the truth, I think I, that was a, that's something I had to really pick up. Okay. Uh, but I, what I think I what I did pick up, I think really good. Um, I have never really compared this. No, I've really said, never said this to you. But I know in some of my shots, you you, you see, I like really. T I one of my best shots I like taking really thinking of all type of things. I really like taking portrait shots. Um, when you see the stuff of the eye, the bird, and stuff like that, I yeah. really type. I really think I think that I think that I picked up that pretty quick. Because when I was young, I was playing basketball, and um, it was like I could consider taking the the bird shot is like shooting free throws. And if you if you you know shoot the free throw, you look at the shot, you look at the eye of the shot, you get that thing. So I take the process of shooting free throws and taking the portrait shot. Oh, that's awesome. um, yeah, portraits are hard at first when you're starting out. So that's that's great you're already getting those. Yeah. Uh, one Good. that in particular, I was looking at your page before you reported tonight. Um, your wood store kind of backlit portrait. Mm -hmm. That's one of my favorites. That's that's a great one there. You want to go into a little bit of the story there because that, that probably took some, some sneaking up to get there I <laughs> um, well thank you so much i appreciate that um I'm not, i honestly don't know how i got that could have been luck i really don't know how i got that um no any thoughts no i mean that was an awesome shot i mean i was impressed when i was looking through your photos and saw that wood stork in there and in that really nice kind of soft backlit mm -hmm. lighting like that was like a very advanced image oh, yeah. and mm -hmm. yeah, I was definitely impressed by that and mm -hmm. I think it's definitely one of your best photos and really yeah. kind of represents that more portrait style mm -hmm. bird photography that you're talking about and mm -hmm. I think if you can kind of take what you did there and apply that to more imagery mm -hmm. it's just going to continue to get better and better but yeah that was an amazing wood store shot. Yeah. 
Thank you. That was in Florida, I assume, right? That was in Florida, awesome. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing I have learned about photography, um, we talk about, I've looked, I've, ta- I've heard a lot about that on different sessions, but you really have to have patience. Um, and, mm-hmm. and that's, I, I didn't, I've heard about it, but I didn't really realize until I actually did it. Um, but I'm at, I, I, there are some spots to talk about, I do photography that I'm, actually will sit in a spot for like 10, 15 minutes in that one spot before I move. And just like, I'll, sometimes I'll take like 300 shots of the same thing. Yeah, and um, right. just to try to that's make awesome. sure I have the thing. Um, but that's something that's really, I've learned the patience, um, you know, if you're shooting birds, I've heard a lot of you, a lot of you, Henry, and so many other people talk about getting an eye level, the bulker on the shot. Um, <laughs> it's my level. You know? <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I've never, I never, I still, still forget what the word, maybe Henry, you could tell, I always hear you guys talk about skittish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. That's a good way to put it, yeah. yeah. Uh, you guys talk about it all the time. Yeah. Um, no problem here, but everywhere else. Yeah, yeah, that's um, true. But yeah. so I've, all those things that I've learned yeah. on the Zoom things, all set on things, um, I've tried to think of that in my mind while I'm shooting and try to and, and try to capture that and do that while, while I'm doing. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. done any uh, warbler stuff here so far at the marsh or anything? Honestly, so far I've not done any photography. Okay. Um, but I plan on I do plan on getting out. Um, you know, in the middle of this week and stuff, start doing some stuff. But yeah. I definitely want to try to catch wobblers. I. I, 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 one thing I find shooting small birds is really, really tough. That's something I really mm-hmm. haven't captured. I, that's where a binocular comes in in place because if you don't have the, you know, if you, it's very hard to see from the camera, at least for me, maybe as in time and experience, I'll probably type it to do that. Yeah. But that's where I see a binocular coming in, really yeah. trying to do that and then taking the camera to do that. Right. Yeah, I think it actually requires even more patience too with the small birds. They're just yes. bouncing around. You got to wait for the right perch. And so yeah. Like yeah, and you really have to like track them with your eye and everything, and that just takes lots of practice, I think, right. too, with them. Yeah. How long did it take you to to master, uh, um, like master it? Master? You feel like you mastered it? Close enough. The only it really took me a year and a half to actually be able to photograph small birds. It was only like January of this year. That was with my new camera too. That I was really only able to photograph them. Like I developed the patience, and it just it's small birds are a whole other deal. I mean, yeah, so tiny. It's basically macro photography, effectively, which is in a way with the longer lens. So, yeah. yeah, it takes a, it takes a long time. It's, I think it's yeah. just all about starting with like your your common like your backyard uh-huh. birds, like a robin or something, yeah, yeah. you know, a chickadee, and then just going like warblers are a whole different level because right. they're much more just bouncy and mm-hmm. energetic. But you know, so how long have you actually waited? To have, what's the most you waited to oh, to to, to, to see patience for a shot? Uh, I, well, recently. Um, in Florida, I would wait for the shorebirds to come around the bend. Mm. Waited an hour once, and it was worth it. They circled around me, like literally came right up to me. Mm. It was a circle of shorebirds around me, so I had <laughs> plenty of options. Um, I, I wait a long time now. Um, I'm still a little impatient. Like, mm. I, there has to be something in the area, something mm. around. I got to be hearing something. Something I also struggle with is the auditory cues to work on that. But I, I at least have to hear some kind of bird. Um, to wait in the area mm. um, but if, if it's there I'll wait like 20 minutes maybe mm. there's a good perch but um, it's hard it's it's I can get really impatient so what about you Ryan oh I mean that uh, I've I don't really wait that long I'm usually pretty mobile you know like I'm not one to wait in a blind so I mean like you know I've waited an hour probably hour and a half or something mm. um, I can't think of any particular off the top of my head mm. but um, I know we're going to talk about a few later episode of our like recent experiences but yeah. we just did a spotted sandpiper session mm. Probably like what? That was a lot of waiting. Mm-hmm. That was like 
So more like 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. You know, but we're yeah, laying so down we, in like the sand and everything and just like, and it was like late afternoon light, but I mean like just waiting for it to come around the edge. Yeah, we would time of it around like, the mud flat so it would come around the curve and wouldn't see yeah. us. So. Yeah. And but, it worked. It came right up to us. So. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I can wait 25 minutes, but I don't think I have the patience to wait an hour. <laughs> Maybe soon. Uh-huh. Like, if you want to go out shooting with us later, you, know, you totally could sometime. Yeah. yeah. Take yeah. you out to some of these areas get you those shots mm, it's fun for to, sure it's better to wait I, I don't know if you found it. it's better to wait when you have a friend with you just even if you're not talking yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's just like you're not suffering inside <laughs> sharing yeah. the suffering together yeah, yeah. <laughs> i find actually when i'm doing i'm curious what your ryan and your thoughts are but when i'm I, when i'm doing photography i like i like going with friends to do photography i don't really like doing photography myself at least not yet but i like going with people and going to shoot and stuff like that but when i'm actually doing the shooting I like I find myself like just like I want to shoot by myself yeah. and like focus on my shot and not like shoot you know with friends. Yeah. I like to kind of like separate you know sure. something yeah. and then come back afterwards. But you, when you find doing shooting, you when you're shooting with friends, you find doing the yeah. same thing like really like trying to focus on yourself and be uh-huh. you like to have your like a game face on like being mm-hmm. serious like you're all type of thing or how, how do you do it? So Ryan and I are trying to be careful. Um, there's a couple times where we've literally gotten the exact same shot. Yeah. So we try to <laughs> shoulder to shoulder. <laughs> yeah. I know, and I go like, "You better not share this later." Yeah, let's yeah. coordinate. Yeah, we try to get different angles, um, and we also try to be conscientious of like bumping into each other or blocking each other because uh-huh. with a telephoto, just like if your arm, just a piece of your arm is mm. near it, you could pick up the entire arm and ruin the shot. So we've probably walked into each other's shots, no uh-huh. doubt. You know, yeah, it's yeah. happened before. But I enjoy it. It's great. So mm. It's yeah. good when you're that in between time, like you said, and then we kind of go our separate ways when the yeah. subjects there. So, yeah. yeah, at least yeah. me up at the same location, then kind of just yeah. you know, break off and do uh-huh. some, several things. Like with today it, with the you know? trumpeter swans, like yeah. um, we parked the car, Ryan stayed in the car, mm-hmm. got like grass angle, foreground blur, mm-hmm. and then I went way down to the creek and laid mm-hmm. eye level on the rocks and just completely <laughs> different shot there. So. Yeah, yeah. And he definitely, he, you expose more bright, I expose more dark. So mm-hmm. there's a difference there too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But I've noticed like when I'm shooting, I like, find myself to be like really like, like I'm, when I'm shooting, I find myself to really be focused, like being right. serious. Like I have, like I'm playing like a um, game seventy be finals. I feel like I'm like I'm like I have like I'm like real focused, real serious. Like I'm like I'm, I want to get that shot. Yeah, it's like I, be, I I just get really focused on trying. That's the best part, I say. You yeah. know, you get so honed in, you forget everything else. Yeah, then, <laughs> it's very worse, you know. And when I do that, I just like I just when I'm doing the focus, I I just I just I don't think about anything else. I don't think about my work. I don't think of anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just like. Just focus on that. And just throwing in. It's, 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 yeah, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, it's, that's, it's great. You can achieve that so early into photography too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't for me at first. I got frustrated a lot at first and didn't really enjoy it as much. And it took a while to really start yeah. to get passionate for it. So. Yeah, yeah. And going going back to shooting with friends or people you know, it's like it's really great to like get a good story. You know, you share it together. Right. And you know, tell the experiences yeah. later. It's one thing if you're on your own, but like when you really share it with people, I think it's really cool. No, it's great to tell experience story with different people. Totally different thing. Everybody has a different different side how they do things, different perspectives. It's nice to have people um, perspective how they how they do talk and and and, yeah. and and how they and how they got the yeah. job. And it's interesting to see how people mesh. Well, you know, I've kind of learned yeah. things about you and how you shoot versus yeah. how I do it. Uh-huh. I level. Yeah. I mean, I do it a lot too, but you do it to like the ethical. Do- it's inspiring to say I'll the least. Do anything to get the shot, like, <laughs> yeah. I, besides disturbing the. As long as, as long as ethics. As long as the right oh yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I, I will do. I'll do anything. I'll put myself in any position to get the shot. Yeah. yeah. Water. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. 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 Kind of moving into another question here, and we'll start with Noah here. Um, what's kind of a personal photographic goal for this year that you you have? 
I don't know if it's necessarily photographic, um, but I guess it does relate to photography in general. Um, I guess the first thing that came to my mind is just bird ID um, and just knowing my species better and knowing what I'm photographing. We were at dinner earlier tonight and we were talking about this and it's like, I feel like I can capture pretty good bird photographs, but uh, half the time I have no idea what I'm photographing and I feel like it's halfway there. Like I'm not getting that full image when I don't know what it is. And, and I think in some ways that's something that is just going to take time. And that's, I think, frustrating to me that I know so much about photography that this is so new to me that it's frustrating in a way mm-hmm. um, that I always feel like I'm somebody who likes to like, when I get into something, I definitely like dive into it full on and like to know everything about it. So when I start off something, I just like, almost get obsessed with it um whether that be really anything in life i mean sports um mountain biking just biking in general i mean photography like once i find something i'm interested in i definitely kind of get a little obsessive over it so um i would say bird id but that's not i guess specifically photography um i think just more nature and wildlife photos that i'm just excited about and um more stuff local to home too i want to explore more locally Um, i just moved a couple of months ago um, more into nature um, just outside of the white mountain national forest in maine Um, and we have a ton of wildlife up there and just excited to explore and photograph that i think is probably the the most excited i'm really looking forward to so awesome how about you gary um I, I think for first thing about my goals of photography, I think what number one is to master my camera um, and and really learn every single setting of it so I know how to use it better. Uh, I think that's number that's my number one goal. Um, my number two goal is to really um, is to to, go, to try to travel around the country um, to different spots around the country that I really want to go to. Like I really want to go shoot in Arizona, um, and there's there's other places I want to go to um, to South Carolina shoot and shoot in South Carolina. Um, and there's several other places I want to go, different places to shoot. Um, also, it'd be, it's, I'd like to go and meet up with my customers and, and, and you know, and meet my customers and, and go shoot with them. That's another really experience that I really love to do. Um, so that's really the, my big goal is really mastering the camera, knowing how to use it, and continue to travel around the country and visit beautiful places around the country to, to, to shoot to shoot and, and, and meet up with people. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. Yeah, when you say mastering your camera, do you mean more like the specific buttons or more like the aperture, ISO, shutter speed? Um, more like um, aperture, shutter speed, um, all the buttons, knowing all the features of the okay. camera, um, from all the type of things you can do. I think if I learn that, that's going to allow me to improve even more as a photographer and, um, and, and, and just you know improve dramatically. I think, so that, I think that's my biggest thing I need, I need to do. And once I do that, I think I'll be able to even yeah. continue my growth. Yeah. Yeah. Are, you, are you still in the stage of auto mode photography? I'm still in the stage of shooting yeah, okay. auto, auto mode. Um, actually, I'm shooting a little bit with, with, with um, shutter priority. Oh, nice. Um, so I've just started doing that. Yeah. Um, Some pros. Next, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. next up up at least. Yeah. From, yeah, I also like to do, um, you know, when I'm shooting, I like to, I like to put it on fast, on, on burst. So I, yeah. it's really fast. Yeah. If you asked me that three three weeks ago, I would not know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Single shooting this bird, yeah. slide away. Yeah. Like, uh, I would not even know where to shut up after it three weeks ago. Um, oh, but yeah. uh, thanks to some of you guys and other people that have that have learned, I, I, I I'm slowly picking some of those things up. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, but that's kind of what, what I'm looking to do is 
You'll be you'll be a master in two years. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I've already gotten people ask me. I've already gotten people asking if I'm gonna do workshops, but I told them I'm not. I'm not. Uh, at least right now, no? I could yes. If you have, have me back on, yeah, maybe it'll change. But I don't know. But, <laughs> um, right now, I'm really doing this purely seriously. I'm just doing this for for the love, passion. Awesome. I'm not doing this for making any money. I'm not doing this for anything. It's really just for love, passion. Yeah. Just the thing. I don't point now. I don't plan on doing any workshops. I'd rather leave the workshops to you, to you, Henry, and all the other people, <laughs> and refer them to you and other people, and you know, and that's all. I say. Yeah. Mm -hmm. awesome. yeah. Good deal. Yeah, well, uh, I think that's that's probably a good place to conclude it today. Yeah. Um, so thank you guys for coming on. What are, what are the best platforms you can plug hunts or your personal social media? What's the best places? To yeah, uh, you can check out hunts at huntsphoto.com. Uh, Instagram is huntsphotovideo, and then huntsphoto and video on Facebook. We also have a YouTube channel too. So pretty much all social media platforms, you search huntsphoto and video, and it'll come up. Um, personal accounts, uh, my Instagram is Noah Buchanan with just an underscore at the end. Um, that's where most of my nature and bird photography is. Um, yeah, those awesome. are the best places to keep up with me. Cool. And you can follow me. My um, I'm on Instagram, gfob33. And if you're on Facebook, um, my Facebook is my Facebook is Gary Faber. Uh, but those are my three, those are my two social media things. So that's where you, that's where you can follow me and keep and keep up with what I do. Awesome. So, thanks thank so much you for thank, thank you yeah. Garen, huh? thanks for having us you guys it's been fun it's been great hanging out with you and uh i think it's time to head off to bed and do some more birding <laughs> early I know. tomorrow uh, bright and early <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i'm glad you enjoy our photography studio here yeah, yeah. Studio. <laughs> sound treated and all so. yeah thank you guys well, thank you guys yeah thank you awesome. uh, thank you for having us on of course, of course. Yeah. Yeah. thank you guys keep up the great work i love i love what you do so thank, thank you. you thank you so much for watching the all outdoors photography podcast you can find us on spotify Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and the video version on YouTube as well. You can subscribe down below, and we look forward to seeing you in the next one. Thank you.